Hello, this is codependent and shit, a real ass bitch talking about real ass shit. What's going on, guys? I think I open every episode with that same line. What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Really though, what's going on? I'm back. Here I am doing an episode right now. Um, just on the fly. I got a couple emails. Actually, I read three messages on different platforms like Instagram and email, and they made me want to record right now. Um. I love when you guys write to me. I love when, especially because I was starting to feel like, why am I even still doing this? And even though I'm not really putting out a lot of episodes um, right now, the fact that the old episodes are still so so pungent, so gut-kicking to some of you guys, um, that you listen to 15 to 20 episodes in a row, or almost all episodes... That's awesome. I, that's that's everything to me. I just that's the whole reason I did this. So I love that so much. But especially loved this part of this email I got. I just got. I always spread it. I just want to read the last part she said. She said, "I really appreciate that there's someone out there talking about codependency and shit who's not this pristine, over-soothing, ascended woman that says mm, to everything her patient unloads on her." I like that you're not saying you're going to lead anyone to salvation. Thanks for being a real ass human being. Thank you for taking the time to write that to me. I love that so much. I laughed so hard because I know exactly what she's talking about. Um, this, uh, mm, mm, mm. I'm not going to lie. When I went on that retreat, the spiritual retreat before, you know, the world ended, um, the beginning of March, I heard mm, so many times that I, I was like, annoyed I just couldn't it's it's such a like spiritual like I get why they do that because they're like really feeling what you're saying but there was a girl there that was literally like we're eating I'm sitting next to her and every two seconds every she's chewing she goes mm, 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 mm. and I was like me and one of the girls like she fucking serious like dude she gonna have an orgasm like bro it's just too much for me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I told you what she's talking about these pod, some of the podcasts, some of these ascended women. Um, not trying to talk shit. Um, I love. Uh, I really connected with some of these ascended women, but at the same time, lately it's just really starting to like bug me because I really don't think it's practical to be so obsessed with the fucking spiritual realm, even if that means even your own spiritual realm. Like we're talking about, like what's in the cosmos for you, or like with yours. What, just being obsessed with not with what's not here like and right now especially a lot of these people in the spiritual community i'm sorry the stuff they're posting i'm just like why they're so obsessed with this shit man it's a, it's a whole story i watch their stories and it's just like today venus is in mercury and this means that you need to let something go through the heart and the heart is signified and you're gonna shed layers this week and um you're shedding trauma that's been and like how many fucking times are we gonna do this they say this every week it's the same shit over and over and it's always about purging and letting go blah 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 blah, blah and healing but like it's really taking it on this obsessive never-ending level it's taking it on this level there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel here i don't like it and it starts to fuck with me because i feel like the work is never done and i think healing work is never really done but there has to be a plateau every once in a while where you're like yo like i've done some good work let me just be present with what's in front of me right now 
Like whether that's eating a goddamn bowl of fruit or sitting outside or even if you're taking a day to chill and watch Instagram, you don't need to be so obsessed with your fucking horoscope and making sure that you're not you're working through your your generational trauma that's just being passed it's just, just there's just too much focus i think with some of this stuff on the not here the not here right now it's all about he just it's about not being present and isn't that the point of mindfulness and being spiritual is to be mindful and present and this shit is like doing the opposite you're obsessed with everything except like your real fucking life right now which is just another level of self-abandonment that's where it gets weird to me it's really starting to fucking bug me and i'm really questioning like how much i i really want to be involved in like spirit the spiritual community at this point because it's just starting to be fucking kooky and not realistic and practical the reason um i feel like a lot of you guys that write to me like my show is because it's practical because i i i just talk about shit like a real fucking person i'm not saying i'm like this uh awesome chick wrote to me and said i'm not saying i'm gonna lead anyone to salvation i'm not gonna lead any of you to salvation you know who's gonna do that you and only you literally there's nobody else in the world that can help you there's no one in the world that is gonna save you even if you think for a minute that someone came into your life and that they're saving you or they that's not you're not being saved you have to face yourself you have to face yourself and you have to come home to yourself that's how you heal is just healing the relationship with the self codependency no matter how many different ins and outs make up codependency the habits the patterns the addictions you formed as a result of codependency which because i've talked about there's a lot of uh, different addictions but the the root of it is usually a codependency problem and then addictions how we self-soothe but the root of codependency it shouldn't even be called code it's just be called like self-love deficit <laughs> like you just have a it's a poor relationship with the self and then it manifests not a solid relationship with the self we don't have boundaries we don't know where we end and people start we just think we are just supposed to take on everyone's everything around us we don't have this like defined line of like this is who i am this is what i have to worry about this is what i have to protect this is what i have to make rules and boundaries aka around to protect my well-being like it's just about that relationship with the self and that's why no matter what program you're in no matter how you're going about healing these things I just always want to circle back on that, on coming home to the self. And yes, that is a little spiritual. And so I do go into the spiritual stuff because I think developing a relationship with the self requires kind of like a spiritual mindset. You have to recognize that you have a soul, that there's a part of you. This misery that you feel is on some level, I think your soul screaming to you because how else will it communicate? I think a soul is mind, body, soul. I believe in the difference. And I think that codependency and addictions they really they make us miserable because our soul knows it's not right for us it's not in alignment for us so it makes us miserable and the misery and the pain is literally your soul trying to be like this isn't right for us this isn't us and so in a that's to be able to acknowledge the soul in that way is kind of a spiritual thing and to be able to develop a relationship with the self where you can sit in meditation and hold your yourself and talk to yourself and start to change your self-talk um that's all it's 
it's spiritual because you're acknowledging the spirit. You're acknowledging spirit as it's as a thing, as a very important thing. And for me, it's always been a really important thing since I was a kid. I always knew like I had this 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 soul, and、um, I would just be at, at war with my mind a lot and my patterns of behavior and addictions. And but ultimately, the best thing that's happened to me since I've been in my healing journey was just developing relationship with myself. And that's been so. That's not easy. People say self love. Like I've talked about, I know, it's so hard, but it's so doable. It's little steps, but it gets better. And then you start realizing it because you start taking care of yourself more. Like it's just about learning to really love yourself, forgive yourself for whatever the fuck happened, or realize that whatever bullshit beliefs you developed about yourself as a kid, as a teenager, whatever the fuck happened, isn't true. It's not true. You're not ugly. You're not fat. You're not. Unworthy. You're not unlovable. You're not stupid. You're not any of this bullshit. You are perfect the way you are. And the sooner you start to believe that, your life will get so much better, and you will stop with all this self-sabotaging shit because you'll know your worth. But I'm gonna end that right there because <clears throat> you know I could talk about this for ten days straight. <laughs> That's why I have a podcast about it. <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna read. A listener email that I got earlier in the month, but I didn't、um, get to because obviously I've been having a little bit of a funk. So I'm just gonna read an email and、um, about her situation. I did an episode on this recently, though. I'm not gonna lie, but we'll talk about it again because I'm sure other people are going through this. She goes, "Hi, keep her anonymous. I've been listening to your podcast and really enjoying it. I know it's crazy times and everyone's struggling with everything going on. I recently got ghosted by the guy I was seeing for two months." I'm trying not to take it personal. I get everyone's going through stuff right now. The day he goes to me, he called a few times, and everything seemed normal. The only thing that day was he told that his job may not open up until September, and he thought he'd be going back to work today. Luckily for me, I'm still working, so I guess I'm not feeling the full effects of this pandemic and don't want to be a total inconsiderate asshole. It's hard though not to take it personal. I know this guy has problems, and it's probably a blessing in disguise. Red flag. <clears throat> I'm not sitting crying over him every day, but I do feel like I have so many unanswered questions. Why do so much for me and then disappear? Why not just say it's a rough time and I need to bow out? Just ghosting me and not responding to the message I sent leaves me feeling like I was nothing. This guy treated me so good, but then didn't have enough respect for me to dignify me with the response. He's still following me on Instagram too. Sorry if I come across as this is all about me. It's just a little hard for me to wrap my head around. Any insight you have would be so much appreciated. Thank you, anonymous. Okay, anonymous. Um, you're not making this all about you because. You have every right to feel the way you do, and you should just validate your feelings always, because our feelings are always valid.、Um, any person would feel like this. I would too. I've been here.、Um, but here's where I want to、um, interject. What I think is, well, what I'm reading in the email is that you're making it mean stuff that it doesn't necessarily mean,、um, like saying. Um, not responding to the messages and leaving feeling like I was nothing.、Um, he treated me so good that didn't have enough respect for me to dignify me with the response. So she's saying she's making it mean that she was nothing to him, and she's making it mean that he has no respect for her, which is not necessarily true. Unfortunately, she sees it that way because that's how she would handle it. She would send a message and be like, "Hey, yo, like I'm not in a good place. I'm not, here's like I'm just explaining." What's going on? I need to bow out. 
that w- that's what you would do. That's what I would do. That's what a lot of chicks would do. We're really good at that. We like to communicate. We like to talk about our feelings. We like to also, when we're in a funk, like, we want to talk about it now. Men are not like that. Men are, I mean, not, I don't want to speak for all men, but um, the largely men are more on the, like, when they're in a funk or they have feels coming up or they're going through something, they want to retreat. They just want to, like, be in their own space and do their own thing and they don't want to talk about it. And even though you would think this would be respectful for him to write you something, that's just because that's what you would do. And he's a different person. He's a different breed. <laughs> he's a man. He's a male. He's a different animal. And um, it doesn't mean those things. It means he's dealing with it in the way he maybe needs to. You have no idea also what could be going on. Um, it might not just be the job thing. Someone could have died. Someone. There's so many things that could have happened. And we are so quick as women to be like, oh, he's a rejecting me he's ignoring me he has a new girlfriend he's a or they just got busy or literally like anything could happen people go places they don't have service they don't like you don't know so just instead of jumping to conclusions and making it mean oh he doesn't respect me he doesn't like me we also could just like i've said give him some credit and be like maybe he's just stressed about the job thing like she wrote he said he was like unhappy because he thought he's going back to work and he's not that's a that's a shitty thing our lives are incredibly shaken up right now and a lot of people are in a weird place emotionally and I, that's why I said give people a, uh, um, a break if they're not as responsive if they're like not checking in on you and etc like everyone's dealing in their own way and just because someone deals with something in a way that you don't deal with you wouldn't deal with it doesn't mean they're a shitty person it doesn't mean they don't respect you it doesn't mean they don't like you it just means they're handling it the best way they know how based on their own past experiences based on just the way they are we're all different we're not all the same um and to expect someone to handle situations like you do is just not you're looking at it as like everyone has to be in a box they have to be like you otherwise they're a bad person that's not true just open your mind a little bit on stuff like that because the when we look at people and put them in a box is when we create misery for ourselves because we make things mean what they don't have to mean this is a huge codependency thing i talk about so many episodes is when you're making other people's behavior mean things it doesn't mean if someone's being like a little extra quiet today and you're like your boyfriend for example say your noise ship they're being quiet and you make it mean he's cheating on me he's seeing someone when really maybe like he could have a stomach ache like who fucking knows it could be so many stupid reasons but we don't have to make everything mean something bad about us that we're about to be left that someone's leaving and if someone ghosts you let them ghost you um, I don't think you have to like hold out for months and months, but I just wouldn't, I wouldn't get too tripped out on it. Like I'm sure they're, they're going to come back around. There's probably a reason. Um, and the most appealing thing you could do is to not be crazy, not continue to call and message and to be respect, um, respectful of their space, their boundaries, their emotional boundaries. They clearly don't want to talk right now. And you could just respect that and that will make them really uh, more inclined to want to come back to you and talk to you when they're ready. 
on their own terms because every person's entitled to that. No one owes you a response. That's something I had to experience recently too. I thought someone was ghosting me um, that I'm not like officially like dating and I started doing this too. I was like, oh my God, he's with someone. Oh my God. Which even if he was, it's totally fine. But yeah, it's another story. Um, I still get annoyed by that. But um, I had to like really check myself and be like, so what? Like he doesn't owe me a response. He's probably just busy and I don't have to make this mean. He's ghosting me forever. And you know what? He didn't ghost me forever. And we never had to argue about it or fight. It was just like, yo, I respect this person was not available when I wanted to call and see him. Um, and that's okay. We're not exclusive. Um, and it doesn't sound like this guy was this girl's boyfriend either. So he does not owe, unfortunately, like just reality doesn't owe you, um, a response. So yeah, we don't own people. (laughs) Um, but monogamy really likes to teach us that or traditional relationships, the way we're taught our relationships supposed to, supposed to go quotations, with this, which would be a monogamous relationship, um, is really, it's really interesting. It's to me, I'm just learning more about it. And it's so focused on control. It's almost like some of these people are more into just their partner being property than loving and honoring their partner for who they are. It's just more about ownership and I, and knowing what, what they're doing all the time. It's just strange to me. I'll do an episode about that another time. But yeah, stop tripping, girl. Um, Maybe you've heard from him by now, now that I'm just now reading this. But um, I would, if someone's ghosting you, let them ghost you. Because you know what? Even if they're ghosting you and it's gone, like they're never going, they're not going to hit you up again and it's just over. Rejection is protection really what's meant for you is meant for you you cannot fuck up what's meant for you so stop thinking uh, you did something oh my god what did i do oh my god if it's meant for you you can't fuck it up it will come back to you if it's meant for you let it go literally let it go it's this or something better remember that if you think this person was so great if this person is at leaving your life that means there's someone better coming that's all let it be there let that space open up for them stop trying to chase this motherfucker probably a waste of your time plus you said i know this guy has problems it's probably a blessing in disguise i don't know what those problems are so i don't can't elaborate on that much but i did think that was a red flag that you uh, you mentioned that girl all right um i think i'm good on this uh this little this little write in and if you're going through this i hope that this helped you uh reground into a little bit of rationality of like yo control what you can and reground with yourself and focus on the relationship with yourself we can't let someone else's behavior control our well-being if you're seeing someone and if their their behavior like their texting behavior whatever their communication behavior depicts your day it's it's not healthy you're overly attached and it's not gonna work i'm telling like i feel like that's facts that's too much. You're overly attached. It's suffocating. Even if you don't even hitting the up, up a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Energetically, yo, people feel it. People feel when you're that hyper-focused. And it pushes people away. Up both ends. Guys and girls. Okay. I think I'm just going to wrap this episode up. I hope you guys are having a great week. I mean, you're probably not having the greatest week. But because of what's going on. But 
it sounds like we're like in a direction towards life going to somewhat almost normalcy. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, all right. I hope you take care. Stay safe. Do what you need to do to stay happy, healthy, sane. And, um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. I love you guys.